Charles, didn't you tell me that you knew a Daisy Dallinger when you worked at Camp Weijin last summer? Mm-hmm. Why? Uh -huh. I'm certainly glad you don't see her anymore. Would you believe this? Miss Daisy Dallinger. <sighs> what is the world coming to? Miss Daisy Dallinger. Miss Daisy Dallinger. A son. Right here in the papers, big as you please. A son. What? A baby. Announced it right here in the paper. <laughs> Oops, it's my ride. I've got to go to work. Now listen, honey. Remember, I have got school tonight, so you have to fix your own supper. Hey, anything wrong? No, no. Well, we can talk about it tonight if there is. Right. Bye-bye. Stacy Dallinger, son. Can't be. No way. Can't be. Hello, everybody. My name is Andrew. And I'm Mark. And you are listening to Television Movie Night here in... Uh, very weird month of March. Yeah, strange time coming to you from a city under siege. Yeah, well, we're gripped in terror. We're in a hermetically sealed bubble. Uh, it's it's kind of like the Pope Mobile. Yes, except it has two microphones. Two microphones, also, and it doesn't go anywhere. And there's a lot of holes in it, so it's not necessarily hermetically sealed because you know I sometimes I I gotta I just I got I get car sick. Yeah. Even, and even in a stationary car, and I have to roll down the window. Just seeing a car makes him car sick sometimes. And just, you know, breathe the outside air. Mark, how are you? Andrew, not good. Not good? Not good. Oh, no. Uh, coronavirus is shutting down jobs yeah. that I was counting on left and right. Yes. They, I, the, I have these lost jobs two have, jobs. Jobs have also gone into quarantine, yes, unfortunately. Yes, apparently. Uh, so I've lost two jobs this week yeah. due to coronavirus. I'm hoping that I don't lose the next one, and I'm praying that I don't lose the one after that. Well, uh, yeah, join the join the club. Uh, my uh, the job I was currently on also went into hibernation for yeah. two weeks. Cryo sleep, supposedly two weeks. Uh, we'll see what happens in two weeks. Yeah. Well, so this is likely the last episode of this show before we die. Of yeah, starvation. Of starva well, yes, yeah, starvation and homelessness. Just uh, let the uh, the outside world just take us over. Yeah. Versus, you know, coronavirus or whatever. I guess it could get us. I, are we? Are we? Are we at that point where we're like, yeah, take us, coronavirus, Calgon, and coronavirus. Take, yeah. Take me away. I'd, I'd rather just be dead. Uh, not yet. Maybe by the time this episode drops. Yeah. We're. This is recording on Friday the thirteenth spooky yeah the, the scariest day because it's like it's mid-month and it's like oh god the rent's due in two and, weeks and you ain't got no job you ain't got no fucking money how exciting they pray that you live in exciting times yeah everybody wants don't they say that isn't that what the phrase every is? yes everybody wants to live in the exciting end days and then it starts and you're like oh i don't like this yeah oh i don't like it i don't like the end days this is bad Went to the grocery store yesterday, Mark, after What'd you I see? found out I ain't got no fucking job. Right. I'll tell you what I didn't see. Didn't see any ramen. Oh, no. Didn't see any soup. Oh, no. For the most part. Toilet paper? Nope. All paper products. 
gone. So people will be flushing just printer, paper towels. Printer paper, <laughs> uh, receipts. Uh, whole whole copies can- of books. Calendars, yeah. reading cards. Yeah, what else wasn't there? No, I did not Throw see. Throw pillows. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, we, like uh, like deeds to the house. Just whatever. If it's made of paper, it's going in someone's Lampshade. Just get one wipe with that and then drop it in. Yeah, one of those like uh, folding, uh, like changing. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, modesty, modesty doors. Yeah, they're just going to rip the middles off of those. Yeah. I'll tell you, okay, so I didn't see any ramen soup. I didn't see any hand soap. I literally walked up and down the aisles just looking. I was just like, I just want to get a bottle of hand soap. Not yeah. even like antibacterial hand soap. Because, A, those aren't, those aren't good for you. Antibacterial, because you're, again, you're going to dilute the immunity. Yeah. Just hand soap. So I ended up buying a three-pack of Irish Spring. So oh. when push comes to shove, it's going to just be like my grandpa's house here. <laughs> just put a big fat bar of soap next to all the, uh, next to all the sinks. Yeah. Uh, what else didn't I see? Uh, zero paper products. So uh, top to bottom, toilet paper completely gone. But that yes. also includes paper towels. That also includes baby wipes. Paper plates. Paper. Pl- uh, there were uh, like specialty napkins, like decorative napkins. Oh, yeah. Like party napkins. Those were available, but that was about it. Yeah. The meat department was pretty well picked over. Like, I didn't see any ground beef or anything. Right. Stuff that you could freeze and defrost. But uh, I ended up buying some uh, some sausages, some kielbasa sausages. Oh, all right. And, and I also brought frozen turkey patties. And there was just a shit ton of people there. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to freak out about it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, do I need to go and buy some, some soups? Yeah. Do I need to go and do this now? Yes. And so I did, and then I was like, I'm just going to eat this stuff. This isn't like quarantine food. I'm yeah, like, you're not is, rationing this. this, is just my, so you, this is my food. You just ate some turkey sausages, yeah, I just some turkey patties like, in the line. No. You're like, it'll warm up in my mouth. Yours are good. And then I went to Yogurt Land It's after good for that. teething. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got another, I got a, uh, my... Uh, my pandemic teeth are coming in, yeah. so I got a. It's either that or liquor. So, and Lord knows I can't afford that right, right now. Not anymore. Not without a fucking job. Mark, how are you? Scared. How, how are you feeling in this these wearying times? I'm hoping that it all just blows over very quickly. I'm hoping that after every Andrew is shaking his head dismissively. Everybody always, everyone is hoping for that, but like, let me be the pragmatist here. Let me be the realist. The pragmatist. Prag- the pragmatists. <laughs> That's what I ordered at the Italian restaurant. No, I um, I'll take the pragmatist in red sauce. That I, sounds delicious. No, I, I believe that was your your signature move in the WWE was the pragmatist. Yes, it's it, you it, curl someone's arms back, and then I tell them about the the real the the reality of their four hundred one k. Yeah, I'm like, like this. You haven't invested enough. This is and not they a tap good, out immediately. This is not a good career. You've got maybe one more year of good wrestling, then you're down in the minor leagues. I mean, and then the injuries are just going to start piling up. Yeah, Do you have money once, saved. Once are, you get that first injury, they it's not just going to go back to normal. That shoulder is never going to be the same and they tap out right then and they and tap there. out yeah it's uh it's not going to be it's not going to be quick it's not going to be quick well what is not quick well is that i'm not what, i'm not saying one weekend what are you thinking a month two weeks it's not going to be two weeks. it'll be about two weeks it'll be longer than two weeks two weeks everything back to normal no mulan will be in theaters again nope fast five already moved to 2021 
wait, they were re-releasing Fast Five. Yeah, they're sending, they're pushing it back out there again. <laughs> they're, they're like, like check we it out, are man. retroactively moving we, release dates for movies that we, have already come out. We have initiated. The, the, yeah, there's a, a film executives who turn this the failsafe key at the yeah. same time. And Fast Five has been released. Fast Five is launched into the world once again. A time cop went back to to take the initial print to bring yeah. it to 2021. Fast Nine, F Nine. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite key on the keyboard. Is <laughs> now moved to 2021. So we're gonna. It's we're gonna. What's, have to, what's gonna happen? We're gonna have to wait a full year to find out how John Cena is involved in Dom's life. He's his brother. He's his John Cena. John Cena, my, my brother. brother. He's Dom's brother. Mulan moved. Black Quiet, Widow. Quiet not, Place Two. Not yet moved. Quiet Place Two. Yes, moved. Peter Rabbit Two also moved. Tragic. And now uh, you got all these shows shutting down. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Production halted. Riverdale. No. Production halted. You monsters. No NBA season. The MLB spring training pushed. No UFC. Yes. And then in two weeks, it all starts again. No. Andrew. It's going to be a month. We were both told. Boston. What, we what were we, both told we we'll told? be back in two weeks. Oh, right. Just yes. save this job. Yes, both of the productions that we worked on told us that it's a two-week hiatus. It's just two weeks, that's all. And you'll be back in two weeks. Folks, I have to tell you, it is not going to be two weeks. You're going to hear plenty more episodes of TV Movie Night. The <laughs> amount of episodes of TV Movie Night will... It, it's like that line graph that you see. When, as long as coronavirus... Trends up. You're yeah. gonna, the number more episodes of, more of, episodes and I of TV, TV movie night going to just exponentially explode. And scientists are also going to be baffled and worried about <laughs> that. Uh, yes. Andrew and I have already started construction on underground tunnels so that we can get to each other's places and record mm-hmm. because the streets will be shut down, yes. presumably. They'll be filled with paper products <laughs> and discarded boxes of ramen. Yeah. Uh, just empty people just looking for hits of hand sanitizer, just stopping you on the street. Give me, just, give me, give me that hand I, sandy, I, I man. Itch, man. I need a hand sandy. Like, no, 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 no. Huh. Well, that's just terrifying. You know what isn't terrifying, Mark? The warm, gentle caress <laughs> of a new television movie night. Yes. TV movie night, Mark. Mm-hmm. Home and resource for made for TV movies. And now that we're supposedly sequestered in our houses, huddled in yeah. forever and ever, we'll be able to watch so many more hours of made for TV movies. Gathering around and just watching, deriving warmth from the gentle glow of two, a Rob Lowe TV movie. Or, you know, double daddies. Yes. Two daddies. Two mommies, perhaps. Right. A grandpa for thanksgiving question mark maybe if you have two daddies you can afford to pay the rent because you have that much more income coming in i doubt it i doubt it you and i could potentially be two daddies and we ain't got uh we can't find our ass with two hands no mark made uh for tv movies is what we're talking about and in march we are talking about after school specials we're still still doing this still doing this this, huh (laughs) okay all right last time we watched the Cosmic Awareness of Duffy Moon. Right. Which was a hoot. The troubling cosmic awareness of Duffy Moon. <laughs> but this time around, we're watching something from the <laughs> 1980s entitled Schoolboy Father. Yes. Starring Rob Lowe. Starring Rob Lowe. And we're going to talk about it at length in a segment. I like the call. Well, what do you know? Mark, what do you know about Schoolboy Father? 
Uh, Andrew, very little. You told me Rob Lowe is in it. You told me... Who's the female lead? Or Dana Plato's in it. Dana Plato's in it, yeah. I, uh, the main thing that I know about Dana Plato is that she was in the Sega tape. Um, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a tape. Yeah, they're they're all Sega tapes. Oh, okay. It was a Sega CD. It was in the Sega tape. House Arrest. Night or? Trap. Night Trap. Night Trap. Which was a game that I tried to play when I was a kid, and I was like, I have no idea what the fuck is going on here. Mm -hmm. It's not the most intuitive in any way. I don't think any Sega CD game, aside from maybe Sonic CD, is is intuitive in the slightest. Yeah. You're playing like Sewer Shark, and all you're doing is just hitting the directions when they call them out. Right. And then you shoot a couple things once in a while, and then the guy's like, Yeah, oh, you did pretty good. Dog meat. That was your, I think that was your character's name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those two are in it, and uh, it's about a schoolboy father. Pretty simple. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for Thanks listening. Thanks for listening. Um... Mark, Schoolboy Father premiered on ABC on October 15th, 1980. 1980. So what we're, a wonderful we're, we're coming year. Coming up on the 40th anniversary. Oh my God, Andrew Rob Lowe what, is. What is that? The Pearl anniversary? Yes. What, what do I have to get Rob Lowe for <laughs> this? Is it forks like silver? I think it's pearl. I think it's scrimshaws. Oh, well, I gotta get. Uh, where am I gonna get whalebone this time of year? Yeah, you should have thought about it. I should have. I went to you the saw grocery the calendar. Well, the grocery store didn't have it when I went there. Their, their whalebone the, section the was completely empty. It's like, we ain't got paper towels, toilet paper, or whalebone. And they were like, we could give you some ivory if we've got some I'm elephant like, tusks. And you're to, like, go to what? hell. No, that's not, I don't need that. I need whalebone. I got to tell the story of a... Of, a, of an albatross and, a, the, and an expedition that went sails, terribly yeah, wrong. Sails too far. Uh, yeah, 1980, Mark. This was uh, this was directed by Arthur Allen Seidelman, who directed something recently entitled A Christmas Carol, the Musical. Oh, starring yes. You want me to guess? Yeah, give it me, was fairly recently. Give me, give me one guess. Who do you think would star as Ebenezer Scrooge in A Christmas Carol, the Musical for Hallmark? For Hallmark, I'm gonna guess an Osmond. N no, I'll, uh, one more chance. Two Osmonds. Yes, it was two Osmonds. It was both Donnie and Marie. <laughs> Marie. One operated the left hand, e one operated Ebenezer's the right. Ebenezer's a little rock and roll. And, well, <laughs> I, you know, you, but this time you're going to see a, he's also a little, a bit, little country. bit country. Kelsey Grammer. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I think I think maybe. Uh, maybe, yeah. Maybe Christmas, Christmas came early Christmas for us. Uh, yes. Uh, the teleplay was written by Darrell Royce Craze. He's always, he's always acting crazy. Darrell Royce crazy, yeah. Uh, who has written several other after-school specials in an episode of Beauty and the Beast. Hey, baby, I hear the ghosts are calling to salad and remorse. They're calling again. Dun, dun. Ebenezer has left the building. Yeah, this is good. This is I, I like where this is going. This is based on the book entitled He's My Baby Now by uh, Jeanette Iverly. Okay. I am the baby now. <laughs> look look at me. Look at me. I am the baby now. <laughs> is that why Tom Hanks also is is uh... is doing another boat movie? I think he wants to say it again. Really? I think I think that I cuz he wrote this whole movie yeah, about World War 1 or World War 2. Is he going to say I am the Greyhound now? I am I am the I am the Greyhound he's captain like, now. He's like, "Hey! Hey! Look don't at me. blow up my boat. Look at me. I'm the Greyhound now." Uh 
Tested positive for coronavirus. Hope, Mark. hope, hope he and uh, Rita Wilson. By are the fine. time this airs, hope I hope us. they're still with us because because you, li- you don't like to edit. So uh, it's it's tough. It's tough with you this gotta, thing. You gotta, I gotta click go it back in. in. I gotta you go, gotta I click it out, out, and then I have to hit the cut button, and, and then you gotta put it together. together. Yeah, make sure there's no bump in the dialogue. Ugh. So. Hopefully, by the time this airs on Monday, this, that's not a tasteless joke. That yeah. is the Greyhound now. I'm hope I'm really, really honestly expecting you will clip out that bit and then only post that bit. You will delete <laughs> everything else, and it'll just be us saying, "Hey, I'm the Greyhound now." now. And then somberly, uh, Tom Hanks says, "And then this is starring Rob Lowe." Yes, as we said. Child star, star star. His career was always in the ascension. He's he's only gone up. Parks and Rec. Yes. The West Wing. Yes. Tommy Boy. Yes. Um, that sex tape. Yeah. Think about it. Outside or S E hint. Yeah, The Outsiders. Yeah. About last night. Yeah. What about it? That was one of the movies he was in. Oh. Is that with uh, Ashton Kutcher? That's the one where they... No, they, that's Jobs. No, I think I'm thinking of... Uh, yes. <laughs> no, uh, the one where they go to Vegas. Oh, what happens in Vegas? Yeah, with him and Cameron Diaz. Yeah. 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 I'm going to say Rob was in that one. Sure, too. I bet. This is also starring Dana Plato, who was in uh, Different Strokes. Yes. Mark, do you know much about Dana Plato other than she was in Night Trap? Uh, I know that she passed tragically. She did, yes. Um... I wish that hadn't happened. So basically, she was a real talent. She was in different strokes as the as uh, the Drummond's the father's daughter before he adopted Willis. Yes. So she has this career as a as a young actress, and then it just immediately stalls out. Yeah, and she's doing Sega Sega tapes. She did uh, the Sega tape, which apparently was shot in like 1988 and didn't come out until like 92 or 91 right uh when it was originally shot uh, what i know about night hunt or night trap or night, trap. night train what i know about night yeah. train is it'll it'll get you messed up for a low price <laughs> it's a big bottle yeah uh what i know about night trap, trap. is that originally the so there used to be games in the late '80s that were on VHS tapes, mm-hmm. and depending on what you would do, the VHS tape would jump to different points on the tape. It was like a choose, was like your, a own choose your own adventure. Yeah. So they had shot this thing with that in mind. Then there was like uh, Al Tipper Gore was angry about video games. No, no, no. This is before that. Darlin' so, Nikki. So um, what what ended up happening is. The like the technology that they were going to she do to spell do this, potato. This V8, yes, he's put an E on it. That was Dan Quayle. <laughs> uh, so the technology kind of fizzled out. So the people who made Night Trap purchased this footage and did it digitally and put it out for the Sega CD. Yes. So when the game came out, this was a, a big deal going into these congressional hearings about video game violence. Yes, because the the game, the point of the game. Is that you are like a government age? You're, you're government, a security team. Yes, that's watching a a family that's having a sleepover. Yes, and protecting them from like uh, it uh, ends up being vampires. It ends up being vampires, but you think it's just like terrorists or yeah. robbers just breaking into this house, and you're watching on security footage, and so you're supposed to set traps. Yes, for the break the the people that are breaking in. 
and catch them and try not to catch family members. And it turns out that Dana Plato is also like an agent that's also yes. helping you. Deep cover. Okay. So when this all when video game violence stuff all started bubbling up in the night in ninety one for like Mortal Kombat, this game in particular was also pointed out because they thought there was lewd and violence towards women. Yes. They said it, it glamorized it. The idea so this was like at the forefront. And at the, yeah. The, the idea of the game is that you're in a horror movie. Yes. And you're trying to protect these people, but obviously you're gonna you have to put people in danger in order to have conflict. Yes. But they pointed to scenes where like a lady is dragged off screen. Yes. In under in her pajamas because yes. she's in a she's in a sleepover. She's in a sleepover. Looking at it now, you're like, this is tame as shit. What the fuck was the issue? But yeah. back then, it was a big deal, and this is, what, this is what led to the video game rating system that we have currently. Well, also, yes. If you look at Mortal Kombat, and they're like, for the Super Nintendo, they were like, okay, we'll change it so that blood isn't flying out their faces. It's gray sweat. Sweat, yeah. But you look at the game, and you're like, well, it just they're just... They're just they just look like cartoons. Like the yeah, effects just, are so bad. Weird pixels. Yeah. Why Why does it matter? I don't know. I don't know. But at the time, I th- we thought that this was it. This, this is, is it. This it was this, that was this, our this coronavirus. Is end days. This is end days. Well, Dana Plato was in that, and then she obviously went on to her career continued to stall out. She was hoping for a renaissance. Died of a a accidental drug overdose. Yeah. In 96 or 97, something Sounds like that. Sounds right. Anyway. Long before any of that. 1980 is what we're talking yes. about. We're talking about schoolboy father. That's the stage. We're going to talk We're gonna talk about this thing. We're gonna, yes. Let's just jump in. Let's just do it. Act one, scene one, Mark. It's morning in America, <laughs> and specifically at the Elderberry's house. Yes. As Charles, who's Rob Lowe, gets ready for school. He's like singing. He's, he's looking at himself you know, in the mirror. He's ready. He's he's a he's like a spry 16, 17-year-old kid just, Andrew, just having a good time. I don't know this if, scene, if I've ever been this awake yeah. before school. Did this scene make you hate this character? Kind of. Because he can look at himself in a mirror and not just puke and immediately. Punch it. Yeah. Like, and yeah, like the just, fa- just rip his the own fact face that he off. Just looked, he looked and he's in like, the mirror. oh, I'm handsome. Yeah, drove me crazy. He's like singing into a into a hairbrush and just having a great time. Then in the morning before high school, when I was growing up, mm-hmm. it was there was none of this. It was like it was like waking up for like a uh, like a factory job. You know, yeah, just time to make the donuts. You just walk outside. It's pitch black out there. Everything's just covered in. You're covered in some uh, dust. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's. It wasn't so much a sleep as I just shut off before yeah. going back to the factory. All right, time to work again. He gets his breakfast. Uh, his mom, his, mm-hmm. his single mother, is uh, mentioned seeing the name Daisy Dallinger in the birth section of the newspaper. She says this like 18 times in a row for like, some reason. Daisy Dallinger, Miss Daisy, Daisy Dallinger, Dallinger, which. Okay, do I, I? This isn't so much a thing anymore, but I love the fact that like the birth announcement section and the the public records section used to be like big talks of the town. Yeah, because I used to work at a newspaper that would like print like uh, you know whoever got a speeding ticket or something. Like there's well, like, you were you were practically work you were working in a print version of Next Door, weren't you? Or yes, it would be like. <laughs> You'd publish a story that was like suspicious guy sitting in a van. Yeah, and and like 
to me, it's like, who the fuck cares? But like, I love the idea that people just pour over the, those sections looking for things that they can just grouse yeah, gossip about. about their neighbors and friends. Because the thing that she notices is that Daisy Dallinger is in the birth section of the paper, and she remembers that Charles mentioned that name. Turns out that Charles uh, met Daisy at a summer camp last year. Yeah, when they were sleepaway camp. They were both. She was like a that horrific murder. Yeah, it was weird. The ending also also very confusing. Is uh, yeah, it's I I don't I don't just a shot of a limp penis, and they're like scary, huh? And you're like. And then it and then it shakes a little. Like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's yeah, good. yeah. Alfred Hitchcock at the side yeah. going, shake the shake penis, the penis. Uh, she remembers this name because uh, <laughs> Rob Lowe was working at this camp the same time that that Daisy Dana Plato was yes. working at this camp. Rob Lowe says, "Ah, yes, Daisy Dallinger. Dallinger. He has like a a nom flashback to uh, <laughs> like says, meeting her. He negs her. He almost right. falls out of a tree." Um, he hits all. Yeah, he's he he's, got insult her, and then she'll come crawling back. Yeah, yeah he, he, says, he read the book. He yeah. read the book. He's wearing peacock feathers. Yeah, he's got a preen. There's yeah. a lot of preening. Well, the first time that they met, they were very flirty, flirty. And as he's remembering this, we come back to the present, and Mom says, "Well, that's interesting because Daisy had a baby boy, and she's glad that Charles isn't with that hussy Oof. anymore." Yeah. She leaves, but Charles does some very like comically over the top mental math on like his fingers. He like takes like, his one, shoes off to be like, uh, how many two? toes? And he basically says, "Nah, nah, I can't be. No, no. I mean, well, but, but no. no, no. I mean, nine. Like I was counting forward from June in its whole um." It's February, March. No, hold on. Um, but then, you know, because of the cycles, it, it can't be. The moon was full. Yeah. And that in a f- and she put aspirin, interacts. She put aspirin, aspirin between, between her knees. knees. It was fine. At school, Charles remembers more of Daisy while he daydreams in class. He also gets invited to some girl's birthday party in a couple weeks. Which I guess we're supposed to care about. I was like, just, who can't, like, it's like a month away. Yeah. Why are you sending advice now? Like, tell me, tell me on a Thursday if it's happening on a Friday. Well, maybe she's gonna have trivia, and she needs well, to give everybody. I mean, the, yeah, she needs she, to give everybody ample big, time. A big to, runway. Yeah, ample time to change their mind and not show up. To scare people off and then try and intimidate others into showing up that yes. you know are going to be ringers for your team. At work, Charles asks his buddy if it takes nine months to have a kid. His buddy says. Takes me about a minute. Like, oh. Hey, hey. oh, flicks his cigarette yeah. into a basket of oily rags. Psh, whole school book goes up in flames. No, movie takes a weird turn. He's at work and his buddy's like, uh, I think I don't know. He's like, I've never seen a lady. I've got no kid. The owner of the grocery store uh, that uh, Rob Lowe's working at hands out cigars because it turns out that his son. Having a baby, he's like, yes. "Here you go, sixteen-year-old kid. Have a big old fucking stogie." Yeah. That son is is thinking about selling his sports car for a low price because of the kid, and Rob Lowe is interested. Yeah, because the the son is like, 
Well, I can't have the big sports car anymore because I got to get the minivan. Goddamn baby seat for the goddamn baby that my goddamn wife wanted. There goes my independence and my dreams. What a load of fun for me. Yeah. Here, smoke up, Johnny. No, Dad. What about you? Also, Roblo's boss gives him shit about punching in late, like as soon as he shows up. Yeah, yeah Roblo's like, oh man, don't dock me the 25 cents. So he shows up and he's like at the punch clock, and his boss is talking to him. He's like, hey, have a cigar. Here's yeah. this. Oh, my son. Uh, and then Roblo punches in, and then immediately <laughs> the boss flips his card over. Like, he's like, Rob, late? Three? Yeah. Three seconds late. And he's like, like yes, you were talking you were to literally me. talking to me. I was talking to the owner of the grocery store that I work at. Do you want me to just say, fuck off? I got to I got to punch in. Also, like, man, fuck you. You know? Yeah. I was I was talking to you, but I'm also saying oh. character wise, <laughs> man, fuck you. Because like, have you ever I you haven't worked any kind of service job? I I. Thought you were gonna say you haven't worked a day end, in your life, sir. But like, there is nothing more frustrating than it's like I've I worked at a grocery store for maybe like t- three years, and I once got a, uh, a like a a, a write up. Oh, because like late times add up, and they're like cumulative. So like once you hit like twenty minutes of being late over the course of your entire career. Three years. <laughs> You get like some kind of write up, and it's like, hey, I got an idea. Why don't you eat my fucking ass? All right. Like, especially since you have high schoolers that are working for you for minimum wage. Yes. And it's like, you got to show up at 515, you punch in at 517. It's like those well, two minutes. Those are going to add up. You're and, stealing. And you're stealing you're, from the company. But here's, here, here's the, also the idea you ain't getting paid for those two minutes, you oh, dickhead. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, so what does it matter? Fuck you. Now, if it was more than 15 minutes or 30 minutes, like, yeah, now I get it. But, like, come, eat eat a fucking ass. Charles goes to the hospital. They were out of those at the grocery store, too. Yeah, I was like, like, how I, am I going to? I need to. I what need am I going to do? Give me some ass to eat. Charles goes to the hospital after seeing some babies, like, because he's at the grocery store. He's just yeah. thinking about, oh, God, did I father a child? And he goes to look at the observation window at the Dallinger baby. Is this a real thing? That you can just go to the window and be like... Yeah, that baby. Uh, yeah, show me number seven. <laughs> Turn it around. I I choose the I choose the number seven. <laughs> uh, bring forward the seven and the nine and um, the 12. Send them around the observation <laughs> window. <laughs> That's the order. Ah! No, yeah, he goes to the he goes to the window, and so do you imagine that there's just a nurse that has to stand there and basically show things off, like they're showing off jewelry? Yeah, like a like a beautiful sandwich, or <laughs> or a lobster that you're ordering. Like, oh, show me that one. He's a fighter. Basically, it's like somebody works at like a Ben and Jerry's, or like uh, uh well, yeah, well, how, you can only have like six. You can't sample every fucking thing. Uh, yeah, let me try the Jones, baby. Sure. Hmm. Uh, it's cute, I guess. Sir, there's a line forming. Do you want to pick a baby? I can never decide. Um, can I can I see the Rodriguez baby again? Yes. <laughs> they can't kick you out. Salt and Straw is not going to kick you out. Yeah. Salt and Straw, fucking aggravating. 
every time I go. Because there's always a line. There's always a line, and there's always people that are trying things, and I'm like, I just want to shout at them. You're not, you're not buying a house. It's a fucking ice cream cone. Just pick something. Yeah, but they've got all those goofy flavors, and they're worried that they're going to get locked into something that they didn't want. You don't have to. Don't try the goofy flavors then. Yeah, get the vanilla with the caramel ribbons. Just get the coffee. Oh, I would that no. You don't like coffee ice cream? Mm-mm. Oh, I love it. Uh, I like their goofy flavors usually. Well, then you can get the goofy flavors, but you don't have to try every one of them. Well, you want to see what they. Uh, you don't oh, have to. God. You're right. You see, there's a line. You don't have you to try. See, you see, there's don't a have line. To, hold on a second. You don't have to try all of them, but if there are ones that you're like that might be good, I'll try those. Yes. And usually I'll go with that one. But if I try two and I'm like, eh, I strike out on both, then I'm just going to get vanilla with caramel ribbons. Yes. While he's looking at the baby, he remembers that he had a conversation with Daisy that was basically like, hey, we should try a long distance relationship. Yeah. Camp's ending. And Daisy, Daisy basically tells him, hey, I got an idea. Go fuck yourself. Okay. Fair enough. And she blows him off on the last day of camp and she says, I never want to hear from you again. Never want to hear from you again. Again. Again, again. Yeah, show me the Monroe baby again. It's <laughs> like a goat in here for some reason. Yeah, I guess I'll take that one. Yeah, to thank God. Oh, God. Next person steps in line. Gee, that guy took forever. Y'all, let me see the Rodriguez baby. <laughs> and um, uh, what's the one with the dark hair? That's the Rodriguez baby? All right, show me that one again. Again, again? Yeah. Ugh. Back at work, Rob Lowe tells his friend, "Hey, I had a baby. I got knocked. I knocked someone I'm up. I'm pretty sure I knocked her up. All yeah. right, I am the dad. I, I am. I am. The, I am the dad now. I'm the dad now. <laughs> a little later, back at the hospital, Rob Lowe tries to talk to Daisy, who's Dana Plato, but she give, gets. Uh, they she get gets into, angry. They get into an argument, uh, and she yells at him to leave. He describes the baby." Right, he's like he's like he's beautiful. He's, he's beautiful. He has ten he's... toes, ten fingers, two eyes, one head, and she's like, "Don't you dare describe that baby to me. I'm not allowed to see it because I'm giving it up for adoption." Bump, bump, bump. Rob Lowe is absolutely disgusted at this outraged because he's like, "Well, we got to get married now. We're we're yeah. gonna raise that baby. You love me now cuz we're husband and wife and we we got this kid." Yes, cuz Rob Lowe doesn't have a dad. His dad left this at an what, early age. This is what's spurring him to want to take care of that right. baby. I he, need to fix my I dad's didn't have mistakes. A, I didn't have a father growing up, so I need to be a father to this baby that I stupidly had. Yes. Well, also Daisy also goes out of her way to say, "Hey, dickhead. Hey, guess what?" You know how you fucked off and you were singing in a hairbrush this morning? Yeah. He's like, she's like, for the last nine months, I got kicked out of my house because I'm uh, pregnant. Fucking scarlet letter over here. Yeah. And uh, uh, my friends abandoned me. I had to con my mom into letting me get back into the house. And now I had this baby. I had to drop out of school because I was fucking pregnant, you dickhead. Yeah. So I've been suffering the burden the entire time while you've been just playing jack-off games. And now you show up and are like, keep suffering the burden. We need the baby. She's like, I can't take care of a baby. I'm a dumb 17-year-old. I'm giving it up for adoption. It's going to have a better life. They get into an argument. Yes. And he's like, look, man, we're going to keep that baby. I'm like, I'm going to keep it. that baby. I saw that baby. I might take the Rodriguez baby as well. That one was looking tough. I I think I'm going to get a double scoop. Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> my baby and the Rodriguez. Can I get baby. a split? Can I get a baby split? <laughs> <laughs> like it's an extra charge. Yeah. It's like, oh. oh. I guess I'll put in a waffle cone swaddle. <laughs> if I'm going, if I'm going in, I'm going in. Rob Lowe asks Daisy. He's like, "Hey, well, also, like, didn't you take any precautions?" Yeah. Which is like, oh man, pure balls. That's like, that's, that's, that's great. Like, just man. That's also that's a very '80s thing to be like. Well, also, yeah, it's great because it, it reminds me of like, have you ever? It reminds me of, like, forgetting to do something at work, we'll say, right? Right. And then the line producer comes over or the EP comes over and is like, so we talked about that. Do you remember talking about that? And you're like, yes, obviously I remember talking about it, but I forgot. The thing happened. Mm -hmm. Now we're here. And they're like, because I I want to know, do you remember? Yes. Do you remember that we talked about it? Yes, we did. Okay. But this still happened. Yeah, because I'm a dum-dum. But it's like, yeah, it, it already happened. You know that it happened. So him saying, like, didn't you use precaution? She's like, obviously not. We're here now. What is the point of asking me that question? Also, I didn't see any aspirin between your knees. Yeah, where was your fucking aspirin, all right? Where's... That's, the, that's the funniest fucking part. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, you're supposed to be on the pill, man. Yeah. Where's your, where's your fucking diaphragm? Yeah, the sponge. Well, Se- that Seinfeld episode. I can't. I can't. I can't wear a condom. I mean, that's not as fun. What, what, what am I supposed to do? Huh? <laughs> I'm supposed to just wear those all day, just, just walking around, just, pee, just in case. Just pee in just them. Just pee in that, and then it's oh, that's like a water balloon. Oh, oh, that I can throw it off of buildings. That actually sounds pretty fun. Okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> all they had was a rubber glove, so I just have that on. Now. <laughs> it looks hilarious. She doesn't care that yes. Rob Lowe didn't have a father who, and the, 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 his father was absent. She says, we're going to give this, I, me, I get mom, to make that person decision. who's been carrying this, this uh, baby to term for this entire time. Uh, we're, that baby's getting put up for adoption because we can't I. find it. Well, I, but also both of us, knowing you, can't find our ass <laughs> in two hands. So that baby's going to have a lot better life. With someone that wants this baby as opposed to us. Correct. Rob then talks to his buddy at his house and uh, says, I want this baby. I want to, I want the baby in this. But the friend says, hey, adoption sounds actually like a really good idea because yeah. you're a stupid you idiot. To, you get to keep living your life. And then you can, just, you know, once you once you put the first one up for adoption, it gets easier it gets, every it time. It gets easier and easier. Because you can just it, keep knocking these it, girls up and keep putting just, the babies up. It's all the signature. It's just a signature to put them up for adoption. Rob talks about how he's worried that giving this baby up He's going to watch TV and see like an all-star quarterback <laughs> yes. when he's late, when he's older, and he'll never know if that was his kid or not. Well, does this, was that kid? Is but, it a, is it an idiot? <laughs> then yeah, it might be yours. It's probably yours. <laughs> Later, Rob can't stop thinking about this baby. Oh, right. he's just constantly. He's about got it. the baby. He's got the baby he's, fever. He's, he's, exactly. It's just nothing but an internal clock just ticking. But the fact is, he already had the baby, so yeah. it's a little different. Act two. Rob is completely spaced at school because uh, he does dog shit on a test, and he's just out of it. And his right. teachers notice, okay? The ladies. They've been talking. They've been talking. About your low T, by which I mean test scores. <laughs> yeah, because you're a dumb idiot. At the hospital, a social services representative sees uh, Rob and wants to talk to him about him and Daisy. She's like, oh, thank God you're here. Yes. We, let's sign this paperwork. I have a get great family lined up. 
She, because she needs both of their signatures to get the baby. Out right, for she's adoption. like a realtor. She's like, I got a, I got a beautiful two family, two parent household just waiting. They just were, they're in escrow right now. But as soon as we, as, as, as soon, soon as this paperwork as soon is as done, as it goes through, we can, we can we, give the, the, the keys to the baby over just <laughs> immediately. Yes. Rob Lowe still puts up a stink about having to adopt the baby, but Dana, Bl- Dana Plato is like, hey, it's bullshit, okay? I've been ostracized this whole time. I've been the one suffering the effects of having to, to bring this baby to yeah. term, and I've made my decision. I can't take care of this kid, and I'm pretty confident you can't either. Yes. It should go to a family who can. Can and will. And will, because we were too foolish for it. Yes. Dana leaves, but Rob Lowe says he's protected by law. It's in the Constitution. <laughs> it's been a Supreme Court case that both the father and the mother have access to the child. So right. if he doesn't want to give the baby up for adoption, he doesn't have to. Right. So he can have the baby. The representatives suggest, hey, why don't you go talk to your mom about this? Yes. Because Rob Lowe doesn't think it's going to be that hard it's to raise that big a baby. Of a deal. You put it, you put it in its its little swaddle, and you give it a rattle or something. Yes. You, like, water it every once in a while, walk it around the block. It's fine. It's fine. Just just train it to shit on the street. Yes. You know, occasionally, you know, you go... Exactly. It goes outside, and then occasionally, if you have a fenced-in backyard, you, oh, just, you just let, let it him out, run around and there. And call them back in after yes. a while. And, but, but I, and look, I know... If you're cold, they're cold. So yeah. we'll bring them in when you gotta it gets bring them in chilly. when it's cold. Rob goes home and talks to his mom about how dad skipped out on the two of them. And his mom wonders if she had been older, mm-hmm. maybe things had been would have been a, a bit different. Yeah. But basically, the father got cold feet, and he's like, peace. Got to go get a pack of cigarettes. But Rob Lowe's here. And so she's like, everything turned out fine. Yeah. I have a beautiful son. We have a who's never who's who's never knocked a up a girl smart knows how to subtract nine person, uh, knows exactly what to do how uh, long gestation takes and uh, that would always wear a rubber glove for protection yes and would, would always take an aspirin before sex yes and you know if you fill the rubber glove up with pee you tie it <laughs> off and you put a new one on yes. No, you just cover it. You just put oh, you another, put another one, one, over one over that. So if that one breaks and it just starts leaking to the <laughs> other one. Piss all over. Oh my god, that's revolting. <laughs> You're like six or seven layers deep. <laughs> my pants don't fit anymore. <laughs> like wink at a girl. Huh? What is that sloshing sound? Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> yes. You're in my car. <laughs> oh. Uh, sun was, stop. Yep. It's not sloshing anymore. <laughs> also, I need new socks. Oh, God. Rob Lowe then, at this point, decides to spill the beans. And he's like, hey, you saw that Daisy Dallinger was a hussy? Well, guess who hussied her? Whoopsie doodle. It was me, your son, <laughs> your baby boy. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> you know that when <laughs> Daisy Dallinger gave up her V card <laughs> to the consortium. <laughs> Consortium was me. Takes his jacket off, throws it on the floor, drops an elbow on it. Yeah. <laughs> that means I'm a father. Is, is he trying to tell me that he was wagering on on, on pregnancies? <laughs> uh, knocking up a girl. Rob Lowe's mom flips out. She's like, she's what like blinking angrily and like do? touching her eye over and over again. <laughs> and 
What is going on with you? My contact. Sometimes it slides out of place. Okay. Her mom, the mom's freaking out. She's like, you dumb idiot. You dumb. And then she's like, she's got a big frying pan, a yeah. big rolling pin. And she's like, clonk, clang, clonk. Jason, you better get a different baby as in no baby. But dear, I love you. Shut up. Bonk. She asks if the two of them are going to get married. And yes. Rob's like, yeah. doesn't seem like it. She kind of doesn't like me. I don't know why. I'm a lovable scamp. I was. Didn't you hear me singing in the shower today? That means I'm marriage material. Rob guilts his mom as well, though, because he's like, well, the only reason I want the baby is I don't want him to grow up fatherless like, like I, I did. did. You should have married another guy and told him he was my dad. So Rob and his mom go back to the social the social services office and they convince the department to let them have the baby for <laughs> a, a week. On a trial basis. Exactly. It's like uh, it's rent to own. Yeah. They have to put a down payment and then it's only it's fifteen dollars a week. Month. For yeah, like, and then the rest of your life. And that's your baby. The rep tells Rob, she's like That's dumb. I don't think you understand. This is a human being. Babies not- Babies are expensive yes. and they're time consuming. They you're still in school. Your mom can't take care of the kid the entire time. She's a she's a grown woman who she's didn't working. have this baby. This is your baby. Yes. Just like that dog you had, you know? <laughs> she said you take care of. You promised. And then you said, Oh, but I did take care of it. I I let it go outside. And yeah, now it ha- now it has all of its own friends, and now there's a pack of wild dogs in town. Rob seems to just hand wave this all away, and she's like, babies are expensive. She's like, I don't know about you, but every time I go to the doctor, I have a copay of $25 Yeah, that I got to pay for my dumb brats. Yeah. And it's like, man, what an antiquated system that uh, we used to have here yeah, in these things, United things States. Things are so much better now. But it's like, you know, the fact that you have to go to the doctor, you, you have to pay to go to the doctor. Right. And to take- get... Taken care to of. To get just basic services. And uh, then you also have to pay on top of that, though. Right. For the opportunity to go to that doctor. Yes. For the insurance. Yeah. But the, but there's a certain... You have to pay a certain amount before that thing that you're already paying for kicks in. Yes. See. There's a copay, but there's also a deductible. Correct. So and you have to have that money as well. Yeah. And sometimes the monthly amount is way more than you're ever going to pay in the first place. Yes. But at the same time, if something goes really tragically wrong. You want to not sometimes be you, able to have good insurance. But sometimes that thing also just won't pay for that thing either. No, usually not. Thank God we have. We've grown we've past grown, it. 1980 was so long ago. How, yes. how naive and dumb were we? Huh? Now we know how to take care of people and prevent, prevent global pandemics. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to get tested for that, you just go. You just go you anywhere. Just go. Literally, you just go to like a grocery store or yes. a, a pharmacy. They'll just test you right there. I take the blood tests that at the at the Rite Aid where it's just one drop of blood. At work, Charles Roblo has to turn down the new car. Ah, uh, brand new used car. Because he's got a baby. Now he's got a baby. Oh, the lessons are going to start stacking up here, yeah. Mark. Act three. The baby arrives, and Rob is wondering if he should name the baby Wolf. That's a cool name. Because it's going to be a quarterback or something. Yes. It's going to be fun. Wolf Low. 
The social services rep rolls her eyes and basically like, wishes. You're an idiot. She, she goes, turns the baby and she's like, Godspeed. Yeah, Just, good luck. I'm so sorry. I'll be back in probably five days. Yeah. The baby cries throughout the night and Rob doesn't know how to feed the dumb thing and his mom has to explain it to him. Yes. She's like, no, we can't just eat a cheeseburger, you idiot. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? I'm eating Frito Pie. But they're delicious. Why doesn't the baby like cheeseburgers? Is he a communist? Fucking cop. My baby's a cop. <laughs> at school, Rob sleeps through his classes and, he, uh, and at work, he's tired and unfocused because, you know, this was 1980. We don't have paternity leave. Yeah. So, so he can't tell his boss, hey, I had a baby that I need to take care of. Yeah. Instead, he said just he has gets, to go to work. And instead, and then off screen, he gets fucking fired from his job because he has a baby. Man. Again, thank God we can't do thank, this kind yeah. of stuff anymore. Well, we don't even have the opportunity to get fired from work for having a baby. That's the real tragedy for us. Yeah. We, don't, we ain't got no fucking jobs. No, I got this. I got this. I got a fucking baby. Talking with his mom, Rob says he's going to quit school. Because his mom has to go back to work and can't just take care of his baby. His yes. mom says, that's stupid. You're stupid. You're stupid. You need to go to school, but maybe you don't need the baby. Yes. Did you think about that? <laughs> what about that? At school, the big birthday party's coming up. Oh, uh, yeah. He's got to be ready for that. And Rob is really excited to go. He's like, ugh. Three days of having to deal with this baby. Yeah. I, just I need out to there unwind. Clear my mind. Get a couple bevies in me. Yeah. And maybe get a couple rubber gloves on me. Yeah. And, uh, ladies. Ladies. I know you've been talking. <laughs> There's uh, five fingers on that glove. They're all full. <laughs> <laughs> He's like wiggles his hips. We just hear like it sounds like a wave machine down there. <laughs> However, back at home, his mom says she has to go to class at night because she goes to night school. Yes, you're not going to any fucking party. And she's like, hey, you're watching your fucking baby. I'm not your housekeeper. Yeah, you wanted this goddamn baby. You're going to take care of the baby. It cries and cries, and Rob uh, spills a bunch of milk everywhere, and he starts yelling at the baby to be quiet. Yes. He's like, just shut up. Just shut <laughs> you up. Fucking you fucking baby. Shut you up. fucking baby. That's all you are is you, a fucking you, baby. You were so fucking smart, you wouldn't be a fucking baby. Mom comes in and says, well, you lost it. Well, so. well it only took three and a half days, but uh, looks like I lost a bet. Yeah. <laughs> I was betting at least six. I thought you'd make the seven. So uh, they both learned a very valuable lesson here that babies are difficult. They're, they're difficult. And they don't like it when you scream at them. Sometimes they do. No. <laughs> they're like cats sometimes where it's like. Cat they want the attention. Well, the cat jumps up on a thing and, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? And the cat just looks at you and it's like, oh, you're paying attention to me. Thank you. <laughs> and they just keep doing the thing. Yeah. They're like, oh, this is fun. And then you then you try and give it attention. You're like, oh, come here. And they're like, oh, I don't know. Oh, no, this no, is, thank no, you. Is, I don't like this at all. The social services lady picks up the baby as Rob Lowe is sad. And the baby, he's sad that the baby won't have a father. He's like, the baby's, this baby's not going to have a dad. I'm doing a dad over here. But the, the social services lady says, well, listen, son, it's going to have a dad. It just won't be it you. It just won't be you, you terrible, <laughs> terrible monster. Dumb idiot. Did you ever think about that? He hands the baby off, and she drives away, and Rob and his mom sadly walk back into their house. Yes. And that's the end of Schoolboy Father. 
Andrew, this movie kind of just ends. Yeah, you... Well, I mean... Ultimately, Rob Lowe's character... You can understand somewhat where he's coming from. Yes. It's like, he didn't have a father growing up, and he feels obligated to at least give that opportunity to his son, because he was a dumb idiot who didn't think about family planning. Yes. However, it's really naive it's hysterically naive how dumb rob Lowe is yeah that he's just like i don't know you know you put the baby in a little basket and you rock it every once in a while and then eventually it goes to school and yeah then, then it's not even your problem anymore and maybe at a certain point this this kind of family planning got too good because people are having kids older and older yeah because they're like, I can't afford a fucking baby. Rob, you see Rob I'm Lowe? 30. I'm 30. I can't afford... I'm 33. If I had a baby, it would be. I would have to give it up for adoption. I'd be like, where's it going to stay? Yeah. Where's it going to stay? In the spare bedroom that doesn't exist? Oh, yes. The 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 office. Oh, I'll have to redo my office oh, and turn man. it into a baby. Oh, that's right. The office is my shower. Yeah. The baby's living in the shower. I guess it can go in the laundry room that I share with 30 other people. Yeah. That's fine. They just have to rock it to sleep when they go and no, reset. You just, put it on the dryer. You put, put it, it on, on the dryer. dryer. Oh, that's right. It sounds like a heartbeat. Yes. It's uh, and the fact that here's like suburban mom and Rob Lowe. It's one thing, but you know nowadays you're like, it's it's disgusting to think that they're pitching to Rob Lowe. They're like, you can't afford to have a baby. Babies are expensive. You yeah. know, you got to take it to the doctor, and the doctors cost money. And then you lean back and you're like. Should they? Should they? Yeah. Well, that seems... It's like... What if the baby's really sick? And I don't have any money? Well, then the baby dies. Oh. But you still go into debt. Oh. Well, that doesn't seem right. Well, that's how it is. You should have earned more money. Honestly, it's your fault. Well, I was... I I had the... Like... Should, it's, is it... Is it like a... Is it a scarlet letter that, like, I should suffer because I had this kid so young? No, no, no. You should suffer because you don't have money. Well, it's because I'm young, though, that I don't have money. I can't just earn money as a a 16-year-old. Yeah, but your parents should have been wealthy, too. Oh. So it's my mom's fault. And yours. Because I wasn't born wealthy. Yes. Man, I should have chose better. You should have. Fuck. Okay. Well, that's on me. (laughs) Time to go drown in a gutter. Bye, baby. (laughs) You're like Moses. Just put him in the basket. Put him in a basket and everything will work out. Yeah, it's uh, it's dumb, and the paternity leave thing is, leave thing is also hysterical sure. as well. That's like, here's Rob Lowe. He's like, I think I had a baby, and I'm trying to take care of it. And like, literally two days later, his boss is like, get the fuck out! You're, You're fired. Because <laughs> you can't bag groceries because you well slept enough. two hours. <laughs> yeah. But that's still the case, Mark. Yes. Forty years later, has changed. The system works. Yes. Well, don't uh... worry. Don't worry. We're recording this two weeks prior when we were supposed to record it. And the primary season is still in full swing. Yeah. I mean, Medicare for all is... It's definitely on the table. It's, it's still, certainly an option. Still an option. Bernie's going to come through for us. Major candidates are still supporting it. Do you think that kids took this seriously when they saw it in 1980? I think it's I think it's possible. I, I know that, like, I mean, when you're a teenager and you're, like, 16 or 14 or 15, 17... 
14, 18, 15, 17, 18. 18. Yeah, we remember that song. Um, dun, 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 dun. Sound of music. You're, you're dumb. You're dumb and you think you're super smart and mature and you think you can handle anything. Yeah. I remember knowing kids in my high school that were like, that I, like women, females, ladies. Okay. <laughs> gals. You know, fem- female, female humans. Um, uh, they were. I remember seeing them and thinking uh, yes. their, their gathering practices were very odd. Um, they were trying to court with men who look like peacocks. <laughs> so I decided to write a book about it. <laughs> They they would be like, yeah, I could raise a kid. It wouldn't be that hard. The girls could? Yeah. And then the guys wouldn't even think about it, necessarily. But uh, everybody, yeah, everybody, when you're that age, you think you can handle it. And then you get a baby screaming in your ear because and being like, hey, by the way, you're not the only thing that matters, which is the hardest thing for any teenager to get, come I mean, to terms uh, that's, with. That's why I feel like I won't ever have a kid because I don't have that... Well, you have that, like that selfishness. Everyone always says like when you do have a baby, you know, it's weird to think because you and I both don't have children. We do have friends that are now yes collecting children. Just, <laughs> just, it's like like Pokemon. Well, no, yes, <laughs> yeah, a wild toddler appears. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a, I've got a, I've got a second degree toddler. <laughs> I'm hoping he develops into a Charizard. Large adult son, I choose you. <laughs> to take care of me in my old age. Yes. <laughs> I don't, it's, it, everyone always says though, everyone always says it's different when it's your kid. Right. That like something, some chemical thing happens in your brain that you're just like, I have to physically, I, I physically can't resist not caring for this thing. That like, even though... Some everyone else is like this guy. This whatever this thing is, it's a burden. This child is terrible. Yells all the time. Does this? Breaks things. Is an asshole. Is dumb. Is ugly. I'm just listing off things that were written about me in my report card. Yes. <laughs> my parents would say, "Oh, that's fine, because he's my child. I yeah. love him regardless." Right. We apparently just don't have that switch flipped yet. So we. I don't think we. I don't know. I, I don't even know that that's true. I think that's a lie that everybody tells their themselves, kids, themselves, and uh. their kids. No, you're you have a baby, and you decide. I do. You just one has a baby, and one decides that they will keep the baby. Mm. And then they're and then once they have the baby, they're like, "Oh right, if this thing dies, I go to jail. I have to go to jail. So, <laughs> so I guess I love it. I guess it. I have to take care of it. You're the greatest. It's yeah. Like, bleh, bleh. Just pooping everywhere. How exciting adulthood is. Yeah. So, hashtag adulting. So what we're saying is that listeners of uh, Television Movie Night, you'll be taking care of us in our old age. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're all our children. You're, you are all of our children. We love you. We well, love I... every single one of you. Give you a big old smooch on the head. Actually, Andrew and I have often said that our episodes are our babies. That's so, true. Uh, so these... Single Santa Seeks Mrs. Claus will be wiping the oatmeal yes. from my mouth as I the, pass on. The digital version of what happened to Bobby Earl. <laughs> We'll be cleaning out my trousers and my uh, urine-soaked gloves that are around my penis <laughs> when I'm at the ripe old age of 44. Yeah, when I'm yeah, I'll be I'll be telling um, I'll be telling Killdozer that you know I fought in the war and I'll be like, sure you did, Grandpa, sure you did. Like, beep beep 
beep. beep. Like, that's right. No, that's not your EKG. That's the kill dozer. Oh, that's kill dozer. Like, that's right. We went over there. We killed them all. We got the job done. <laughs> they don't do that anymore. And then it just destroys like a whole, <laughs> like a like a whole campsite. Yeah. Mark, would you recommend Schoolboy Father? Probably not. I thought it was really uninteresting. It, I don't like that it just ends all of a sudden. Like Roblo, I don't know. I, I guess I was looking for Roblo to have more of a cause. He doesn't even have a catharsis. He just says like, "Wow, having a baby's tough." And it's here, like, I knew that. Here you go. Yeah, he also gets a way out of it. Yeah. He's just like, well, you're a dumb idiot. We'll take this off your hands. Sign the papers. Yeah. He's disappointed. and uh, uh, But he'll continue to live his life. Maybe he gets back with Data Play, though. I don't know. I don't know. Well, Mark, uh, that was Schoolboy Father. Boy, was it. But we've got something else for next time that I think you're going to really enjoy. Something uplifting, I'm hoping. Yes. Because I need it, Andrew. I desperately... Desperately need it. Well, we've got this from 1981, and it's entitled, My Mother Was Never a Kid. You know why she called, don't you? We're just kidding around. Oh, I see. Then all the complaints I've had about you from school, none of them are your fault. Mom. It seems like every time I turn around lately, I'm hearing some other awful thing that you've done. I don't do awful things. They're just normal things that happen to go a little wrong. Victoria... These normal little things are going to get you suspended from school. Look, Mom, I'm sorry I'm not perfect like you are. But I wish once, just once, you'd see my side of things instead of always treating me like a little kid. If you would like to be treated like a grown-up, you have to start acting like one. You have to start taking responsibility for yourself. You can't go on making excuses all the time. You don't understand. I don't understand anything. Victoria, where do you think you're going? I'm going to Stephanie. You certainly are not. Not unless you'd like to be grounded for the rest of your life, young lady. You will go straight to your room where you will think this over. You're not fair. You're really not fair. Andrew, Andrew, I have seen this one on YouTube. You've, well, you, is it like a recommended one? The, yeah, it's like, you're going to like this. It's, yes. <laughs> it's the time-traveling adventure that we've always wanted for right. ourselves to find out what were our parents like as children. There should be a movie about it. There should be. Uh, it's like and then there should be another. So, there should be a second one. And then a third one where it's a Western. Where it's like an old Western one. But, uh, you know, maybe 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 the mom's a peeping Tom. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> She's a peeping Tom. Maybe that's what they find out. But you and I are, if it's if it involves time travel shenanigans, I, I think we, we're front row center. Yeah, we love that. Mark, that's for next time. That's uh, from 1981. My mother was never a kid. But if you'd like to listen to past episodes while you're in your hermetically sealed bubble, why not go to soundcloud.com forward slash TV movie night podcast. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV movie night. You can email us at TV movie night podcast at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us and listen to us on iTunes. Leave a review there. Help us out greatly. You can listen to us on Spotify, which is cool because that's where everyone listens to stuff now. And you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Stitcher. Stitcher, which allows you to stream podcasts directly to your smartphone. All that information and more. SoundCloud.com forward slash TV movie night podcast. Mark, 
I mean, is there really anything else to say? Andrew. Now that we're on the brink. I am in my uh, hermetically sealed chamber. Yes. You're in yours. We're looking at each other through oh, a mirror, oh, through I, a little bit of glass. I think I know what's coming. And I have one question <laughs> for you. You ever, yeah, you know. know. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. My rubber glove's full. I gotta all right, go. I gotta go. Thank you.